Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. I said it's the, the baby shark of our people. It's more like Andy Cake. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Crystal Cup. Do, 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 do. <laughs> this is unreal. I can't, this, this is how we're starting this off. <laughs> exactly. Jesus. Jesus. But uh, no, I want your pancake recipe. I need to know how you do it hammered drunk. I need to know the eyeballs. But what everybody needs to know is that we're back for the next episode of the RVA Returners Podcast. Andy, uh, Adam, are you rolling? I'm rolling. Thank God. Didn't want to have another Steven incident. <laughs> but no, we're back with the next episode of the RVA Returners Podcast. I am your host, Chris Adams. With me, as always, is Adam Lane. And we've got two very special guests with us, two uh, friends of the podcast. And I won't make the same mistake I did with Cody. These guys have been on the podcast before, just like Cody, because they were all in the same episode. And that's two-thirds of the triple triad. We've got Andy Carmona and Jonathan Ciordia. Boys, good morning and say hello to everybody. Morning, morning, everybody. Salutations. <laughs> Ooh, salutations. Well done. Well done. So, yeah, um, clearly there's a lot to talk about today. The The groups have been on fire. The community's uh, feathers are ruffled. There's a lot going on, but we're going to go ahead and dive into what we always dive into, and that's the news. So we'll start with the... Uh, We'll start with the little pieces. We had um we had an event yesterday. We had Soldier Series number five. Um, we had eleven players, which I'm glad we only had eleven because we were thrown deep into the corner of the store because the uh, Ravnica pre-release was yesterday, yes. and you couldn't have fit a piece of tissue paper in our store because it was just so packed to the gills with people. Yeah, we had to but, basically run the whole event too for, for the most part. Oh yeah. Which I'm not complaining about, you know, like they were busy, but yeah, we had mm-hmm. to like do the pairings and everything. Yeah, they put like the pairing software on Adam's computer. They were like, "Go nuts, boys! Here you go." But you know, we had 11 players. Uh, it was uh, our top four was uh, Luke Shapiro from Richmond, one of our newer players. So we had Curtis Kang, you know, kind of a mainstay here at these events. Uh, Jimmy Shing uh, playing a really fun uh, Wind Fire deck, and then the winner and newest person who's uh, newest member of what is now going to be the Tournament of Champions, and that's Lord Byron. Byron, By- uh, Brian. I keep calling I, I call him Lord Byron so much, I now just can't say Brian anymore. But that was uh, Brian uh, Bylicky playing um, Wind, uh, Wind Earth. So, yeah, it was overall, it was a good event. We did five rounds of Swiss with a top four cut. And um, I, I mentioned this Tournament of Champions. What I'm going to do is, once we get eight crystal cup uh sorry eight crystal cup eight soldier series winners we're going to do uh like a two deck bracket style tournament and the winner of that will get some really fantastic prizes and you know we're just kind of working out the logistics i don't know if we're going to call it like the shinra cup the genova convention the genova invitational the avalanche open whatever whatever we're gonna call it something fun but we'll burn that bridge when we get to it so i mean Andy, Jonathan, if y'all can come up and play in one of these, that's your chance at, uh, you know, at immortality, as it were. Oh, now you want to invite us. I mean, last time I wanted to go up there, you're like, no, nah, man, we don't have room for you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, stay down there. Yeah, stay down there. Don't you dare come up here. Well, now that, now that I know you make the most amazing pancakes on planet Earth, you can come wherever you want to, sir. I, need, I, I, I want to wake up one morning and just see you in my kitchen making those delicious Andy cakes. It'll make my day. <laughs> nothing but the apron oh my <laughs> god i don't know why but i was thinking the exact same thing <laughs> uh, only the apron obviously we're talking about andy cakes right <laughs> yikes oh god let that image burn in the uh in the, the, the viewers mind oh man now they'll never forget it and uh I'll, i know i'll never forget it but it's uh, like the what's <laughs> it's like the the episode of the simpsons Sexy Flanders. <laughs> Sexy Flanders. Um, that yeah, that might be the name of the episode, uh, Adam. <laughs> Sexy Flanders. We did it. We did it. But uh, you guys had an event down in uh, your area yesterday too, didn't you? Yeah, we, we actually held uh, our first official draft at one of our, our stores, our local game shops. It was nice. definitely very interesting. Uh, a lot of people were, were excited. Well, Mainly, a few people were excited about it. I think it was uh, overall a fun event. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
as the as the tournament went on, people were, were having less fun. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it sounds like you're referring to a certain someone. No, I I had fun. Although my 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 pools were were crap. I don't I don't think Opus Seven was really designed for drafting. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just me. I mean, I'm not a great draft player. Or limited, whatever it's called. But mm-hmm. um, I like passing the cards left and right. It's pretty fun. And then just criticizing my my left and right people. That's my favorite part card. too. That yeah, is 100% I hundred percent my favorite part. Yeah, I mean, after the, the the sixth time of just staring at the person and go, really, you took that card? <laughs> you know, even though I don't know what they took, I mean, it gets kind of old pretty fast, but it's still pretty fun. That, that's how I get enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Or, but but there, there's some highs to that too, right? Like, I, I, I'll never forget at the when we did a limited event, I did, we did a draft at the Boston Crystal Cup, Adam and I. <clears throat> I remember opening a pack and there was a foil you stole in it. And the pack, like this, that same set, that same set of packs as I pass to Adam, the guy next to me passes and I look over cause they're doing a raffle in the corner and I look over and I see a shiny green card and I watch him not take it. I look at Adam and I'm like, no, Adam, Adam, guess what? I just got a second foil. You stole a pass. <laughs> That's pretty oh, good. Like, I think, there's some uh, highs and there's definitely some lows. Yeah. I think in Kansas, uh, I got a foil light cloud and a, and a wool. Because they, they did like a mix of Opus 1 and Opus 5. Well, that's a good mix. That was pretty good. <laughs> By the way, that's the <laughs> that is pretty Opus nice. 5 is remotely playable in draft. You oh, mix it with something else. Yeah. Opus 5 is, is the worst limited set. Like, not even close, I don't think. It's really you bad. You know, and, it, and it's funny because I had I actually really had so much fun at Gen Con last year for the draft mm-hmm. tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Opus 6 was a very good sealed set, actually. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Opus and 6 was prime. Opus 7 draft isn't bad. Um, they're, they're, it's better. Like, Opus 7 sealed with simplified rules is god-awful. It's really bad. But with draft, with the standard units, it's not terrible. But there are, all you really need are 8Ks. That's the thing. Like, they're, like, the summons aren't very good unless they come off the top. The best ones are, like, Yojimbo and Ramu. Yep. And if you can get those, like, you're in pretty prime position. And then, obviously, Snow is really stupid if you can draft ice. Like... Yeah. yeah, snow is the definition of a pack one pick one. That's for sure. Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, if if snow and then a very very close second, almost first, uh, Zezot. Zezot's yeah. pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, I won't argue with that at all because he has all those different abilities. Absolutely, he just kind of kind of does what he wants. Yeah. But uh, so who uh, who won your event yesterday? You said it was a, a guy who uh, used to just exclusively play turbo. Is that what you were saying before we started? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he's one of our logos. He's a regular too. He's um, he plays. You know, he's always trying some new funny things, and he's he's really a fan of draft. So he was really happy that we were able to do this event. And sure mm-hmm. enough, he ended up taking it. And so you know, congratulations to him. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's just throughout. But see, the thing is, as much as he loves draft, he he, he complains about it too as he's going. Uh, <laughs> so like, it's kind of like a double edged sword for him. I think like he loves it because it levels the playing field, but it also he hates it because he's like, I didn't get anything good. And then, you know, and so he really had to play his heart out yesterday and, you know, he did get it. So, Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, kind of talking about a draft event, a great segue to the next piece of news. Um, and that's, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, pretty much we're going to be spending the majority of the, of the cast talking about Crystal Cup information. But we'll start with, we'll start with the locations. Those were announced, I believe, earlier this week. And uh, Adam, you want to run those down real quick because I don't have the, sure. I don't have my figures in front of me here. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go in order. So uh, first is the Fire Crystal Cup at Sunshine Games in Florida. Uh, that's April thirteenth and fourteenth. Uh, I will be in attendance for that. I think I should be there as well. Uh, then the next is Crystal Cup Ice uh, in Toronto at Harry Tarantula, which is the same as the Petit Cup, I believe, that same store, uh, and that's April twenty seventh and twenty eighth. And then the Water Crystal Cups at Epic Gaming in Portland, Oregon, uh, May 11th through 12th. That's another Petit Cup location. Uh, the Wind Crystal Cup is at the same place it was last year, Collector's Cash in uh, Lenexa, Kansas, July, uh, June 22nd and 23rd. And that's also where the Petit Cup Circuit Finals are being held. Yep. Uh, then the Lightning Crystal Cup is here in RVA at Battlegrounds, uh, July 6th and 7th. Uh, we will be streaming that for sure. Um, yep. And... 
The Crystal Cup Earth is at Desert Sky Games in Chandler, Arizona, September 14th and 15th. So the first thing you'll recognize, I want, and I'm pretty sure as I go down the line, almost all of the Crystal Cup locations are at the Petite Cup locations as well. Yeah. With the, I think, two exceptions, right? Uh, Florida and... Arizona? Did Arizona, Arizona? Was Arizona a Petite Cup location? I might be wrong. That might yeah, be Arizona was a petite, yeah, is a Petite Cup location. Okay, yeah, so it's just one. Okay. And, I mean, Florida had a Petite Cup, but it was obviously like the reunion event that Lockwood put on. So, mm-hmm. uh, And then, yeah, also in, in addition to that, Gen Con has the two events uh, from August 1st to 4th, which aren't a Crystal Cup, but they're going to be World Invite events. So essentially Crystal yeah. Cups. And then... The LCQ is going to be at Card Game Coliseum in Orange, California. Yep. So, some, so uh, you know, just, I guess one glaring omission there, other than, you know, California not getting a Crystal Cup this year is um, strange. Um, yeah, yeah, I would obviously, they have, the, they have the Dark Crystal Cup, which is, you know, they have that, which is the precursor to NAS, but they don't have – all they really have leading up to that is the fanfare event. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, honestly. I think they're the biggest scene, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, I know they get a lot of stuff, but I feel like they should at least get one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's my yeah. feeling. I don't know though. I get. I guess I get it because they're gonna probably like you know LCQ is gonna be there, Nats is gonna be there, and Worlds is gonna be there. But those aren't really like open tournaments, right? Well, the LCQ is, but like yeah, the others aren't. Well, I'm hoping they make them open this year, right? Like, because that was a problem. They like for nationals last year. It's like I think they made day two open, but they didn't announce it, right? Right, mm-hmm. yeah, they let they let people in, but they didn't want to like make it public because they did, I think they were like at capacity, I think, or something, and <clears> they couldn't let but so many people in or something like that. So maybe hopefully this year they'll be making them at least aware that day two will be open to side event for extra players because um, you're right, they're not getting anything this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I hope that's the case this year because I had a lot of fun playing in the side events the next day. You know, jamming some title and just you know, just being able to hang out after falling short the day before. So it's kind of nice. But um, you know, the big thing that happened here, and you know, that as far as um as far as news goes, we're kind of just blending that in with our main topic, and th- this has been the real big heated debate this week. Um, it was no- it got let known when because I know they announced the the Crystal Cup dates for the uh for you know over in uh the EU, and one of the things that they showed was the first crystal cup the one the first one they're having i guess the one in germany i believe is the first one yeah i think that's right yeah. the the format information got leaked it was you know they're playing swiss then it shows that they're going into when it goes to a top 32 cut they're breaking into a draft then they'll finish top 8 constructed and i know like a lot of people saw that and we were just kind of like hmm that's neat yeah, now I, mean, I want, when I first saw it, I thought it was a one-off. But continue. <laughs> yeah, and then then it was then the cat was kind of out of the bag, and I believe RB posted and saying like, "Yep, so all the Crystal Cups are going to be this way." Boy, howdy! Did that just, was was that a spark that just lit a fire? And I, I don't even know what to say at this point because it it had there there has been a line drawn in the sand, and there is a firm division. You ever read Marvel's Civil War? <laughs> That's almost what this feels like to a very, very nerded out degree. Like, I don't know. So I guess now that we know what's going to happen, obviously steps have, things have you know changed between them. They've, they've, they're going back. They're reconsidering. They're thinking about this. I just want to know, guys. We'll go around the table. What was your what was y'all's initial reaction? I guess uh, Jonathan or Andy. We'll start with one of you guys. We'll just just your initial reaction and uh. You know where your mind is at with the with with the, this process. Andy, go ahead. You can take it first. <laughs> I'm I'm still processing it. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I, on one hand, I I just like playing cards. Mm-hmm. So and I really enjoy this game. So you know, give me a. I don't care what format. I can play it. It's fine. I mean, I won't do well in a limited thing or something. So there is the off chance that I do well and construct it, and then during limited, I just, you know, crap out, and then oh well, eh, you know, there goes my world inviter, Nats mm-hmm. inviter, whatever, you know. So there's that. Um, on the other hand, I guess it's just, you know, it, it allows me to just explore my other skill sets in this game. Mm-hmm. 
No, nah, who am I kidding? I, I'm not for it, man. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. This is, it, I mean, it it has its place. And to be honest, I would love to see that format in Worlds. Or at least, like, in, in Nats. So that, you know, the people who earned their Worlds invites, I mean, they earned it. All right? You, mm-hmm. you, you show that you can construct uh, a deck, you know, you can mm-hmm. play Limited. You're just a badass overall. Like, you earned it. Please represent us. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's how I feel about it. I feel like it it, it really is a skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, the, the, the variance is there. It's, it's a very small variance. Um, but I don't know. I've, I've seen some people say, like, oh, like, the, like this game is not, is not meant for draft or anything like that. I disagree. Mm-hmm. You know? I've played enough to know that, yeah, you can do it. Some sets are better than others. But you can do it, and it's fun. No, that is a very good, and, and I like how you kind of hit both sides of the coin there, where you were like, "Yeah, you know, it's not my bag, but if that's what it takes for me to get my world's invite, I'll give it a shot." Like, and that's you know, I I, I agree with you on a lot of the points, um, and, and we'll kind of unpack everything you know once everybody goes around. Uh, Jonathan, you're up next. Yeah, well, um, I'm gonna have to agree to some extent there. Like for me, I don't care uh it's not about me not being able to draft i think i'm an i'm a decent drafter like mm-hmm. uh, for, at gen con you know i was we made top eight we were doing good um but sure enough what ended up being you know the deciding factor for me was the, <laughs> the nidhog and the, the, <laughs> the randomness and so like we're although like at some point it's gonna be uh, for me what i feel is that you never it's too random for me and i don't like that like as far as a deciding factor for uh, when world's invites are on the line mm-hmm. uh, personally like, I we like we were talking about. We drafted yesterday, right? And I drafted what I thought was just insanely unfair. I draw. I drafted four Ramus, uh, triple Ifrits, the two Zaz uh, Fire Searchers, and then uh, double Free and triple Zap. And I'm like, all right, we're set, right? You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. be able to have my summons and answer everything. But at the end, it's like even in the 42 card deck, I didn't see any of the EX burst on my last game in top, mm-hmm. and then like. The, the guy rips uh, had the had the answers the nuttiness right it's just like it was too random I don't know um, and I'm not saying that that's not the skill part like being able to adapt to those situations but it's like you can't sometimes you know because those the cards they have are gonna be you know either just ridiculously broken or you know let's say they pull the five legendaries in the box what are you gonna do <laughs> you know mm-hmm. or at least the three of them like the two the two non foils and the one foil of it happens. It's possible. You know, it's mm-hmm. not impossible. Um, and the other thing I really feel like that's going to be a problem is, I guess, I, I think logistics is the word, right? Like dealing with uh, practicing up to these events as well as uh, attending the events. Uh, normally when I like uh, make the plans for this thing, I have to go Friday to Sunday night, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know when they're going to squeeze this extra three, four hours in for drafting eight of uh, four extra eight man pods do another like small tournament and then cut to top eight and then you know play out top eight right so it's mm-hmm. like uh i think some of the magic players were telling me that i went to yesterday that yeah you have to plan your trip till monday now because you're going to be there the whole day sunday as well so it's like for me i i'm skeptical about like uh time and issues you know people are working man i don't know just a mm-hmm. lot of concerns there those are my thoughts right now. <laughs> no, and, and I'm actually glad you brought that one up because that's another – that's a huge, huge change that you, you have to allow these players – not only do you have to allow them time to actually draft, but you also have to allow time for deck construction. And you're already adding on now a couple more hours to what you know was initially just getting through constructed, getting through top cut, and then you know getting through top eight. But then I, I guess to play devil's advocate there, you can say the trade-off since even then that top 32 is still best of one. But those games can still get very grindy because when you're playing a limited game, it's really hard to find that that moment where you turn the corner because your opponent could turn the corner at the exact same time or you could crap out and they could crap out and the game just keeps going longer and longer. So that's, that's another great observation. Adam, we're going to go to you now. Uh, yeah, so I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um... Number one, I mean, I'm, I like limited in this game, and I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but fair I, to Medlin, I would say. But I don't, I don't think we're ready 
to do this yet. Like, my biggest thing is, like, I don't think we're ready to mix formats into our Crystal Cups because we don't... We have so many people that really don't play Limited, and mixing them and forcing them to play Limited just because you you think that's going to push the best overall player to Worlds, I don't know if that's the right call yet. And mm -hmm. I, I do think, like, there is a skill set there. I, it's, it's definitely hard, and it's different. Um, and the variance is for sure there. But I, I do feel like limited players that are really strong are pretty consistent, actually. Um, and you see a lot of consistency across other card games and limited players. And I feel like sometimes more so than in Constructed. But at the same time, like I don't think we're at a place where we can push out the people that only want to play Constructed. When, and we have, we, I think we have to kind of nurture like what we already have. Um, another thing, I feel like a top 32 cuts a lot. Because like what let's say these crystal cups are 100 people 120 people like top 32 that's a pretty good percentage of the field that's gonna make day two and then redraft just so you can do like a, a, a second like draft thing i don't know i don't that doesn't seem worth it to me really I, i'd be more fine if you wanted to do a draft crystal cup by itself like have one of the crystal cups be draft i'd be fine if like one was title i mean like like you said i think earlier if one if this was title we'd, we'd still and we're a big title supporters i think we'd still be on the same side of the fence well, I 100% would be. So I, I think it's just logistically, like Jonathan said, I don't think we're ready to do this yet. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not that I wouldn't have fun doing this because I personally think I would like this. Mm -hmm. I just think as a scene, we're not ready. That, I think that's just my opinion. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll mirror that. I guess I'll kind of touch on what you said, then I'll lead in with my thoughts on it. I, I agree with that. And, um, you know, we kind of talked about this uh, a few weeks ago on the podcast that we had John Schreiner on. It, it, it is a, it we're, we're still trying to get people to play constructed we're still like every time something you know there's an event going on the, the most common phrase you see is and i'm not talking in an ironic sense i'm talking in a genuine oh there's a card game for final fantasy and we're still trying to build a scene in constructed which is just the standard format and once we start at, and you know the competitive scene is let's just call it what it is the competitive scene is the lifeblood of this game the competitive players are the content creators. We are the ones putting, you know, pushing this game out there and really give, you know, pretty much giving Square that free advertising to get out there and get more people involved. And most of us really only play constructed. Yeah, we've played limited, but we've done it more in like a casual sense or pre-release or, you know, whatever. But there's, we've never done it with the mindset of, oh, I got to do this and learn this because there's a world spot on the line. Um. You know, kitchen table drafting and drafting for for a a for the best for this to be on the stage for the best of the best is a completely different mindset, and the community isn't there yet. And I I 100% agree with you, Adam. I think it's it's not there yet. But I would I agree with you know what Jonathan and Andy were saying. Like I think at some point when you're looking at like the best players in the world, you know you get to Nats. Yeah, there should definitely be a draft portion. There should be a title portion. There should be a um, a constructed portion because these are the three formats that are officially supported. I, I guess de devil's advocate, really quick, right? For oh, sure. If you feel like Nats intervention, intervention. Yeah, this isn't I, this isn't like I don't think that this is true, but like I'm just saying. So if you if you think that Nats and Worlds should have a limited feature to them, right? And we have to qualify to get there. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like part of the qualifying should involve limited? Yes, it needs to be, you know, again, this goes back to while magic isn't perfect, there's a reason it's been around for 30 years. People can qualify for the Pro Tour through Limited. They can qualify through various other formats, at least, at least before the changes that are coming down the pipe, but that, that's a whole other can of worms. So, like, there's no reason you can't qualify for Nationals by winning a Limited LQ or... A limited, um, a limited event at, say, Gen Con, for instance, um, or you win a title event, you win a title LQ, you win a title Crystal Cup, whatever. I think that you know, if they want to really support these formats, they need to, you know, put them in. The, it kind of sprinkle them in throughout, and say, all right, this event's going to be this. So let's see how it goes, and, and and that's you know, really at the end of the day, how you test the waters for these things, as opposed to. All right, here's what it is. Good luck. I love what, that like, you said tested there because <laughs> I heard that there was a these this had been tested with a lot of competitive players 
and that everyone enjoyed it and approved of it. Look, uh, I, wanted, I was curious if any of these competitive players are listening and they tested it. Come forth. <laughs> you, you caught me. You caught me red-handed. <laughs> I think <laughs> they, Square, Square reached out to me personally. Kageyama has my cell phone number. He goes, man, the real man, listen up, man. We got, I, we got a problem. We got to spice up Constructed. What are you going to do? And I go, look, man, halfway through the tournament, change it up. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe Petit Cups might have been a good place to test this, honestly. Right, and, and here's the thing. Testing it in like a like a, a closed environment or like in a side event environment is one thing. Because again, people will do limited side events until they until they're blue in the face. But now you've attached something to it that is extremely meaningful. People want to rep you know, people in their respective regions want to represent their area, their country, their their region in worlds. And now you know, A, it, it, the, the timing's really weird because of the way the sets are being released. The first couple of Crystal Cups are going to be Opus 7 sealed, which is, I, I guess, in a sense, kind of tested, um, but really not on this stage. Like, no one has taken the time to grab a box, draft, look at, you know, go over, like, the mindset, the tells, um, you know, the, thing, the, the skills you need to really draft effectively in a, with a competitive mindset. Like I said, there's a difference between beer and pretzels drafting versus there's a world spot on the line drafting. It's a different mindset. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think it is still a very different skill set because, like, you know, perfect example is when we did that draft over at Johnny's house. Man, I'm, I'm having beers. I'm like, oh, I'm taking uh, Quinna, <laughs> Quincy. I'm taking that. Why? Because it's a fun card and I don't give a shit. You know, that that's – but now it's like when you get a packed pass to you and it's like – all right, what have I drafted? What do I look, you know, like it, it becomes a completely different serious mindset and that slows things to a, just a ass grinding halt. And you really have to like, just, you know, really change your mindset. Cause not only do you now, and then, so let me fast forward a little bit. Opus eight comes out like at the end of March. Yeah. First U S crystal cup is like two weeks after that. So now you're telling us not only do we have to grind out and find a, a the next big constructed deck. Now I've got to practice drafting this set too. Like it, it's it it becomes a grind. It becomes a grind. And here's the thing: there's nothing wrong with grinding if the reward at the end of the tunnel is something that I can, you know, put a um, like I don't I don't want to say uh, your time is valuable. Like perfect example again again using magic, which again is the gold standard as an example. Yeah, these players have to grind that out, but there's money at the end of the tunnel. Like there's like oh cool, I won twenty thousand dollars or you know whatever for doing all of this. You know what I mean? Like. I, there's not a twenty thousand dollar plushie at the end of the tunnel for me, you know what I'm saying? So here's here's the here's the uh, the foil tin hat conspiracy theory. You ready for Do this? Me. All right, hear me out. And, it, mm -hmm. and it, you know, so being a competitive player, mm -hmm. when a new set comes out, you'll you'll purchase let's say a, a max of maybe three four boxes, top right. Mm -hmm. How do you get that competitive player to buy more packs? Uh, I brought this up the other day. Yeah, I know where you're going. <laughs> How do you get the competitive player to buy more packs when they own the whole the whole set already? Right? They're no longer investing in in the product and the business's product. Yep. But you introduce, uh, you know, limited where you're you know you're forced to test the randomness of these packs. They're forced mm -hmm. to purchase. I think it's more on a consumer side. Rather than well, a and I'm glad you said that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but what's going to happen is if draft becomes a primary thing when people buy their boxes or when they win their locals, they're just going to get packs and not open them and be like, all right, well, I've got a draft set to take with me next place I go. Like, I guarantee you if the draft thing sticks, you'll have people not like, – they won't buy into the draft packs that people are going to force them to buy unless it's one of those like, like in Magic they're already opened and they're marked, you know, which is I think that's what they're doing, which is very, very important. Yeah, I think they already confirmed that they are going to mark the cards. That's good. That's good. But yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that, like you know. But to practice, like yeah, yeah, I mean, like for example, like pushing, we, pushing product. Yeah, we get store credit right uh, at our shop, mm -hmm. and I I usually just hold that, and then we'll either buy the next set as soon as like mm -hmm. I hoard enough of it, or I'll buy foils that mm -hmm. I want singles. But mm -hmm. now, if I have to practice, you know, if you have to practice draft, that might be something you spend on packs instead, which is actually better for the store and better for. Um, square right because they're pushing more product 
So I mean, I think I, th- I think Andy has a point actually. No, one hundred percent. Like it, it's one of those like things where it's like, all right, well, we still got to make money on this game, and I get that. It, at the end of the day, it is still a business. I just I just wish that uh, the stories could carry like the other opuses. You know, I don't know I don't know the real reason why they can't, mm-hmm. but all I know is that you know, uh, every time I go to the store, it's just like, oh, here's Opus Seven and a little bit of Opus Six. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. Damn, you know, if I can get my hands on some, you know, anything one through five, mm-hmm. you know, that'll be that'll be amazing. I I keep I keep purchasing product, you know, but yeah, we we have everything that. but five at our store. Five is the one you can't find. Now we're out of one. I think we're out of one right now. Still are, two. Are we out of one? Okay. Yeah, but still, you know, two. We have two, three, five, uh, two, three, four, six, and seven, which is fine. Um, but but I really think like the the heart of this thing is. And this was my argument because I'll be the I'll go ahead and say it I'm I'm not for it yet. Gasp. And and I know exactly and and it's and again like Adam said and I said this multiple times yesterday if you replace sealed or limited or draft if you replace any of those words with title in this entire conversation I'm still against it and it's because it's because you know when when you talk about testing something and getting things ready for a competitive event it takes time. And th- we literally went from Crystal Cup announcements to, hey, guess what? We're shaking it up with these formats, and it it it, it was just kind of a, just a sudden like just just a shock to people. It's like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, you you didn't prepare us for this. You, well, you know, yeah. I mean, so I think what how, how, we got like three months before Crystal Cups. I I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really think. Keep in mind, timing a is terrible. Set is coming out. Oh, that yeah, that, that. Like, yeah, that, that makes that makes it extremely hard for sure. Um, I think the big issue is they they blanketed it like it's all six. I think that's mm-hmm. like if they if if they had just came out and been like, we're gonna do this at Tampa or we're gonna do this at Kansas or we're gonna do this in Richmond. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would have cared that much. They'd been like, okay. Well, if I don't want to play limited, I just won't attend that one. Mm-hmm. And you know, it might hurt the attendance of that one a little bit, but I think people would at least give it a try if it's just one. But right. if it's all six, you're gonna have you know they're gonna have backlash. And boy, did they have it! And again, it just, it just goes back to this being just such an unexplored territory for this game in this community. And I, I guess the the question that I keep asking, and and this is for all of you guys, maybe you can answer. And for anybody listening, uh, who is this for? Who was this change for? Uh, why don't, why don't we just take it like I don't want to say a step further, but uh, I, I keep seeing the argument is. Um, stop whining about it. Put your big boy pants on and just play it. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you respond to that? That kind of just seems like an attack, right? It's just like well, absolutely. So, so here, I was actually talking to uh, Dan, one of the guys at Battlegrounds yesterday, because he he likes this format too because he's a Magic player, and he's like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. And I was like, yeah, but the issue is like in Magic, you can say to the player base, suck it up and play it, and even if you lose a few hundred people, it's fine. If in this community, if you tell a community of three hundred people to suck it up and play it, and one hundred and fifty people don't want to play it, that's a big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. I mean, we're not a big community, bro. We're just you know North America alone. Yes. You know what are we? Uh, 400, 500 people max. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I don't that's... think we're in a position as a community to tell people to suck it up and play something they don't want to play just to qualify for worlds because they're a hyper competitive player. I don't think we're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's and there's and there's so much of that actually going around, which is a you know it's it it's a little off putting, but at the same time it's finally showing the the true colors of the community, because you know I've 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 said it a couple of times now in, in separate chats where it's like it's not all rainbows and, and butterflies now you know finally people are voicing an opinion, you know they're 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 kind of like standing like standing their ground when it comes to certain decisions uh, mm-hmm. being made by by the company you know and I think we've played the game long enough to go okay like. You know, we can see this working. We can't see this working, but just throw something like blindly at you, just like that, until and, and then and then, I want to just flat out and say lie to us and tell us, yeah, no, we've tested it. It works. No, you haven't tested it. This is just probably your way of just pushing product. Right, and and I'm, and the other thing too is that it all boils down to a lack of communication as well. And this is just all across the board. This isn't from any single person or entity or anything. This is instead of saying this is how it's going to be. Six months ago, there should have been, hey, for the Crystal Cup season, we're looking at implementing a slight format change. We'll let you, when when we have more details and when it's tested thoroughly, we'll let you know. 
there, what is the harm in doing that? Because if you tell me six months ago that, oh, man, Crystal Cups might be different, I wonder what it could be. Oh, man, it could be limited. It could be title. It gives you an expectation that now you need to start looking at these things. And this is six months in advance before they announce. So now you're looking at possibly nine, ten months in advance before you actually have to play. I think you'd still have a blow up if you did that, though. I, I really Right. Can't. But would, would, it be, would it be just as critical if you, if you do it two months before the events are going to start? Or if you do it nine months before the events are going to start, I, like I think like, you'd still have a blow up. I, I think regardless, you'd be facing the same situation we are now if you did it that way too. I, I really do. I, I because, but also, but then also too, that stops them from then. Okay, then they can just drop it right then when they announce the Crystal Cup dates, or they can go ahead and make that decision. Well, all right, well, some of these are going to have this to test it out. I think if you communicate with people, you say we want to do this to test it to see how it goes. If you be, if you just, just explain to people that's what you're trying to do, I, th I think for the most part people will listen. Like I said, I don't like limited, but if they'd have told me nine months ago that, hey, we're looking to do the, implement this into the competitive structure, I'd have been like, oh, shit, that's not my bag, but all right, let's see how it goes. I'd, I, I'd still, I wouldn't be happy about it, but at least I would know well before the time comes, and that, then they'll be like, all right, this one will have this format, this one will have this. It goes back to really putting the whole puzzle together. I, w I, w I would have actually liked this format, the whole construction interdraft for the petite cups. I'm talking like yep. just all around, 100%. like you know, for, yeah, like like you know, announce it early on, like hey, we're gonna try this different. And I've been so psyched for it, but like awesome, cool. There's not really much on the line, but I get to. You're telling me that I get to go play in a petite cup. You know, there's still awesome prizing for it. Square Enix still supports it. And then not only that, halfway through it, I'm gonna get the draft, so I even get even more product, even more mm -hmm. stuff for me. Hell yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, Let's I think go. I think Petit Cups was the place to test it. I really do. Yeah. I think that would have been better than yeah. anything else. Yeah. And then they and then and then Square would have just gotten exactly what they wanted. What player feedback? Why? Because we're very vocal about what happens during our events, regardless of how big or small it is. You know, we voice it uh, uh, on the on the Facebook pages all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, what what more R and D do you need than that? Yeah, because that that's a legit size. That's a legit sample size. And then it goes back to like. You know, say that you're looking, if you do test it at the Petite Cups this year, say you want to implement it in the constructed format in 20, uh, the, the Crystal Cup structure in 2020. You know, it gives them a year to really look at the data, get a lot of feedback, talk amongst themselves, and be like, all right, well, this worked, let's do it. Uh, it didn't work, let's go back to the drawing board. Yeah, I mean, my, my guess, again, this is just like a, a shot in the dark, I guess, is they wanted to do it this year because I think the world's format is probably going to change. That's my guess. Because I think they realize the three-deck format is not that great. I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest. I think two-deck is okay. I think mm. three is a little much. Three-deck uh, stretches things really thin. I think um, I think that they're probably planning to incorporate drafts somehow into Worlds. <laughs> three-deck format is just their lazy way of getting fire to be played. <laughs> they, they, still, they still didn't do a great job of that. <laughs> it's like, ah, this will get them to play that element. Nah. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, people, you have, you have people cutting to two and one Diabolos before they played red cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> that the, should tell the, you the, the one slice of bologna sandwich. <laughs> oh, no, the poverty sandwich. No. <laughs> That's the worst. That's the then, worst. I think, I think the drafting might have been their way to, to implement playing fire cards, too, because someone's going to get stuck with them. Right? <laughs> Correct. That's true, too. <laughs> right. Oh, hands down, if I get a chance to pick a, a, an if I do, you just – you just don't pass up that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. Cards like Frit, if if you, if you start getting the Waff monsters, if you get a rain that comes your way, you're in good you're in good shape. Like you've mm -hmm. got like like I think there are there are options in limited, and I think and at the end of the day, I think if it's again not this is coming from someone who's not a limited player, but I understand the necessity of it in a competitive structure. I think it you know it it, it does create well-rounded players. And it's also it is also fun at its core, but I think you have to really give people a time time to adjust to it, especially when we're still in the infancy of this game, where we're still getting people to just just to pick up the cards and play constructed. And I, I really think that's where, like, what am I, I guess what am I trying to say here? Like a lot of these 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 stances are coming from a place of passion and that they love the game. But as it goes on, some of these are coming from a, just a deep place of ignorance and not really understanding. You know, I don't like limited. Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and say that if you can't play limited, you know, limited's just 
too random. Yes, there is a little. There's uh, some variance in that. There's one hundred percent variance in it. But it's one of those things that you you have to you you have to really be arguing for the for the just the longevity of the game. And we're you know we're still such a small space. We're we're such a small niche that how are we going to get people to not only learn one format but now learn another? when they've just picked up the cards and it's like whoa 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 you know pump the brakes one at a time here and i I think that's kind of where my mentality is for this whole thing yeah i think the only people that are not even really maybe that's the bad way to put it but like the posts that i see of people coming from a place where like they're saying it doesn't take any skill it's all luck based um and all that stuff I, i think those are the only ones that bother me from that side of the fence really and I mean, I'm on their side. Like, I don't want this to happen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's it's the same argument as the title stuff, right? We see people talking about title, and you can look at that those people and just be like, you obviously don't play it. Like, mm-hmm. you're coming from a place that you're talking about it in this way, where like, you don't play it. If you don't like it, fine. Just be like, I don't like limited. I don't want to play limited. I don't like title. I don't want to play title. No one's gonna mm-hmm. argue with you. But if yeah. you try to like attack the format and be like well, this is just all luck-based and takes no skill, and whoever pulls Gallup's going to win. Like, that's just ignorant a little bit. I mean, yeah, there there are times where packs are going to get super nutty and you're going to be able to nidhog a cane, and that sucks. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> I mean, it does. It, it's, it does yeah, suck. That's fire. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I learned that day my poker face is terrible. But like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, those are really unlucky situations. Uh, bursts are really terrible, also in limited as well. Like mm-hmm. hitting a, a burst to like set someone back is it's way worse in limited than it is in standard because you're playing mm-hmm. the value game and that one crucial burst can turn a game on like turn one or turn two, really. Absolutely. And then, so and and we're just talking, and now let's kind of switch gears here for a second. We've just been talking from a player standpoint. Now let's talk about this from a coverage standpoint. Oh, it's going to be hard. We, I mean, we're already we, having we trouble can, doing it. We can it right barely now. get standard tournaments without like eight hours of downtime. Yeah. How are like, how is that going to be implemented? Where it's like, all right, are we just going to take a three-hour break while people draft and build decks, or are we going to look at implementing like how they do it again? Going back to the gold standard here, are we going to have a camera set on a draft pod where we follow a particular player as they draft? And you know, and then you're going to need somebody in the booth who understands all that stuff. Which, you know, for in a, in a community where you know commentators are few and far between, and it's still a game where you know a lot of people don't understand limited, especially for the game that they're commentating. You know, how, how is that going to work? Like, and, and I, I think you know the com, you know, having these competitive events streamed and getting them out there is a big part of growing the game. So, you know, I know me and Adam personally have been talking about like, well, let's take that we got that extra camera. What we need to see what that looks like if we set it up on a player behind their shoulder. But then but then you're talking a whole nother set of, you know, you know, you having to focus on this camera, having to commentate on this while going back to this. Like it, it adds a whole nother element. And here's the thing, if you have like a four hour break for the draft. Or you know whatever, however long it is, because you're going to have a break between the rounds. You're going to have you know a two-hour break for the draft. Then you're going to have people play, and the game could last five minutes. So over that course of three to four hours, you've got like seven minutes of stream time. People are already they're already heavily opinionated on this, and then when it affects the coverage, there's going to be like fuck. It's it's yeah. I mean, I actually didn't even consider that. It's just like, what do you do? How do you cover the two three hours that you use to uh, to draft? Yeah, like you know, you, you've got to have a camera focused on either one person or a camera that you can move to like focus on other people. Like well, you, you've, yeah. got, it, it's such I, a weird thing to do. Like I think, how much waft music do you need, bro? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I think you'd probably just have to start with focusing on one, unless you're trying to like get another person that's going to be willing. And their job at the tournament is just to move a camera. And I don't yeah. think we're there yet either. Like, you know. I get those drones stream from the drone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh man, fly it over the table, and then just blowing away the cards too. It's like, <laughs> yes, yeah. that, that would that would really just nail nail the point home. But that, that's the other thing too. Like, you know, I, I think that that's another side that no one has even mentioned yet. Uh, and I promise you, if there's a three hour break going from this, like 
on top of the normal two hour break that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like this, they like you can't have that much downtime if you're trying to stream and promote these quality events. Yeah, I, I feel bad bringing this up a little bit, but like, how are we talking about this before we're talking about getting an actual judge program too? There it is. Again, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this whole draft thing has come from a place where, you know, wouldn't this be cool as opposed to what's better for the competitive scene right now? That That's just sad. I don't, know, I don't have any words for that, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know. I, I love this game, but, like, I feel like we need more, like, judge. we need actual judges and a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. before we need this, honestly. Correct. Correct. But this is this is a stepping stone for the. Mm-hmm. This is this is like uh, skipping sh- skipping disc two and going straight to disc four. <laughs> you're gonna run much. In, you're gonna run into more judging issues in, in a draft tournament than you are in a constructed tournament because one hundred percent because you're gonna be yeah constructed players are gonna be more aware of their interactions at least at like the higher levels whereas like draft like people in draft like you're gonna have legit people playing draft that are just like I don't know how, if this works the way I think it's gonna work you know yeah well and then also too. What are the rules while you're drafting? Are you like because in Magic, if I'm not mistaken, when you're drafting at like on a pro tour level, as you're drafting, you can't pick up the cards you've drafted and yeah, look at can't. look at them. You have to memorize so, them. So yeah, like do you are we doing that? Are we? They don't seem to enforce that. that. They don't seem to enforce that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was, we had a mistake happen. I think at the All Star draft too, where uh, like one of the packs, I guess something happened and packs got backed up and somebody ended up with like one less card. Yeah, so that was kind of. And then you had someone who opened all of their packs. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah. we're, we're just we're just not there yet. Like we're not there yet. And I and I, I think you know if we're if we're doing stuff like this, you know you got to look at the big picture. And you're you're gonna have people like when you look at a Crystal Cup, we're gonna have people from our local area that normally don't play competitive, but they get to they, there's a big event in their backyard. Of course they're going to show up. And if somehow, you know, and if they have a good day of cards and make it to the draft, they're like, "Oh shit, I've never drafted before. How does this work?" They're going to make a mistake. And if you make if you make a mistake on drafting as far as passing something to the left, passing something the wrong way, opening everything, you have to start over. You 100% have to start over at this point. So like are are we ready to are we ready to have those mistakes happen on stream at, at a world's at a, a world's qualifying event when it really has not been fleshed out yet and I think that those, these are the questions that people need to ask and again you know Adam hit it right on the head we don't have an official judge program yet so let's like let you know the, the, we're 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 building we're we're building rooms on top of a house that doesn't even have a foundation. That's a quick crumbling house. If you Correct. Me. You know, you know. They say a city built on rock and roll is structurally unstable, and we're, we're all rock and roll. We're no foundation. <laughs> yeah, and to add to the story, yeah, to the window, to the wall. Correct. <laughs> to a draft, so it's down my ball. <laughs> oh, toot 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 I just wanted to fit that in. Look, man, Alex isn't here, man, but if he was here, he'd raise the point. That's the issue there. No, I just I just wanted to say that to add to your story about like drafting reunion. There wasn't a pod that I didn't hear where someone was missing a card at the end of it, or like two people had the wrong number of cards. It's like, that's like I don't want to say that that's cheating, but realistically, what ends up happening is, uh, like you're supposed to be zone drafting, right? Like you grab the next pack, but when someone's going faster than the other one, someone's gonna pick up whatever they see first, and then mm-hmm. that one's gonna go around first, and then you kind of just ruin everything. And you know, if there's no one really watching this with these eight man pods, I'm sure the judges will be there, like whatever, right? But they're not going to catch everything. Yeah, you're going to need a lot more judges to. You're going to need a lot more judges. You're going to need, you know, like I don't know. It's just a lot of a lot of things going. A lot of things can go wrong there, and then. But but with all those mistakes, and, and, you know, people were still enjoying themselves, right? Like even though things happen, because nothing was really like at stake, right? Like it was just kind of like for funsies still. Yeah, I mean, you're, although you're our, our star draft was awesome. Yeah, yeah you're, you're playing for participate, right? So, you know, the level of hostility is is kind of like non-existent throw yeah. that into a huge competitive scene where things are really on the line oh man right. 
Blood and at that man. point, For the sure. world is on the line because you could have gone XO and constructed. If you drop two or three of these of these sealed matches, you're done. You are done. Like your chance to go to Worlds is out till the next one. So mistakes, like this, you know, the, the stakes are high, and one, like I said, one mistake ruins the whole thing. Ruins the whole thing. Yeah, I know. And then you have like the, and then the pods are gonna be like the people might be like you have you have the stickler, right? He's like, all right, everyone, count your cards or whatever. Then you have mm-hmm. the guy on the side that's not counting and he's just building his deck. And sure enough, he's the guy with, you know, 50 cards instead of 48. Yep. Or whatever. In the That was four packs. But, like, in the – you know what I'm saying? The numbers aren't going to add up and stuff like that. No, absolutely. It's So I, it just sounds, just sounds like we're all kind of, you know, on the same page on this. That, like, while we, we think it's fun and we think it the, the, the idea is sound, it's just we're not there yet. And I and I think that's that's what needs to be realized. But what's what's the counter argument, man? Come on, some someone someone give it to me. I want I want something for for all the viewers for both sides of the like, story. Yeah, you know, honestly, I wish I had one. I, um, I think I, the only counter argument is that technically the the best the highest skilled player will should win or get further in the event. And I say highest skilled as like. Highest skilled between both formats. Right. That's really it. And I all, think that's the best argument I can make. Like, and can, also, I, can I counter that with, with the events of Gen Con last year? Where our humble David Pye won the draft tournament, but he was a very oh, yeah. very new yeah. player to construct it. Yeah, he just so wanted to play for fun. Here's my counter my counter to that. And this is all like, you know, I, I still don't agree with the, doing this. But uh, my counter to that is if... If you put David in the situation of these tournaments, he still would have to make top 32 in Constructed to be able to participate in Draft to get to top 8 to play Constructed again. Mm-hmm. So, like, and it's not, this isn't a shot against David or anything because he was pretty new. And he, he knew what he was doing in Sealed. He just yeah. like, he just wasn't there with Constructed yet because he, he wasn't super up on the meta stuff yet, I feel. And he, you know, and he also mm-hmm. played a very hard deck at Nats. Um, I, I don't think if you put a player like where David was last year in that situation, I don't think he makes it all the way. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the thing. No, that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, because I mean, the, the, you're always gonna have like the argument and the counter argument. I just want to make sure that you know we at least flesh things out and not just like bash each other's brains in with the fact that oh, oh yeah, we, yeah. yeah you're just not good. You're just not that. Um, I honestly, I mean, he's he's a great guy, a great player. You know, we had the time to, to talk with him, and you know, he knew what he was doing. But at the same time, he admitted, yeah, you know, this is kind of just like something that I thought was fun, um, kind of new to it. But he still, you know, managed to take draft all the way, mm-hmm. which for some, I feel like I don't want to take that away from a new player as well. Maybe they do well in Constructed. Oh, I mean, but even better in Limited. To be fair, he came really prepared. My man had spreadsheets. And yeah. He was like, <laughs> yeah, he is prepared. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that the, the extent of, of grinding. Uh, yeah, he, he, he had That's bought. Good, he earned it. He bought like bo- he told me he bought boxes and he drafted like by himself, like pat, like you know, doing different sealed pools, seeing what decks he could make, and like what <laughs> stuff to prioritize. He had spreadsheets of data and stuff. He had like a notebook. Yeah, he was ready. <laughs> yeah. So and I mean that. Be wary, be wary of the notebook wielder. <laughs> True. But no, man. And, and and there is an argument to be had that you know it if it does create the most well-rounded player, then that's what then that's what we want to see. I just but, I, I don't think you can do this. Bec- that my biggest argument against it is mm-hmm. you're shunning people to an extent mm-hmm. because there's too many people in our community that only want to play constructed, and that's a big chunk of our competitive community. And mm-hmm. I feel like we have to nurture that before we try to involve another format and mixing two formats together. Right, and also thing. too, what if and you know, none of us know the answer to this. You know, only a few people know, and they know what the set's going to entail. But what if Opus Eight sucks for limited? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's gonna be you bad. Mean, you mean like how Opus Seven sucks for limited? Yeah, I said yeah. it. Like, what, like, what if it's like Opus Seven and Opus Five all over again? Yeah, Opus Five is pretty god awful. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like, like that, that's something we all have to consider. Now, granted, I really, I really, truly, really, truly like to hope. That if they make an announcement like this, the set coming up is really strong for limited format. Like that's like that's that that's what the smart money would say. 
but they'd have to have two sets. Yeah, the next two exactly, sets. Because, yeah. Right. Because the first three Crystal Cups are going to be Opus 8, and then the next, uh, uh, the, the last three, and even the last uh, bats will be um, nine. Opus 9, right? Yep. Yep. So yeah. Both sets. That's two whole sets that have to be, you know, better catered to the whole, like, drafting thing. Exactly. And that's... And that, that's a lot of extra R&D. That's a lot of extra time putting in, you know, building sets and putting the time in and testing it. Like, that's a lot of work that I don't know if that I, I like to think it's being done again. Because I don't know. I'm very much on the outside looking in. But it is if, if everything sticks the way it is I and mean, we have the limited and people suck it up and go play and Opus 8 is just a miserable drafting experience, the, you're going to just watch the Crystal Cup numbers just tank just freaking tank and then you're gonna have you know then the world's event or the nats event's gonna be like all right here's a bunch of randos that no one's ever heard of or they just showed up and won a 20-man crystal cup or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not and again i don't want to sound like i'm taking away from anybody and that you have to have an established name to be good at this game that's the, the unknowns are the best players in my opinion yep but but like where where how does that quantify going into next competitive season how does that how does that show growth in the game and i think and i think that's the ultimate argument i, I think the thing that sucks um and i'll say i guess i guess we should start winding down a little bit but like yeah. um i think if we had just gone to this year and everything had been the same format and everything i think we would see growth anyways because i, I oh, feel like i feel like we were poised just to grow in general mm-hmm. and now i feel like this might make us take a step backwards a little bit which sucks it's the, the damage has been done and I, I hate to say it like that but the, the damage has definitely been done because we've got people in each other's throats that normally aren't in each other's throats um we've got people now like saying nope i'm not traveling forget it like why am i gonna why am i gonna waste you know three hundred dollars on a flight and you know two hundred dollars on a hotel to not get the enjoyment that i was initially looking for yeah you know and, and that's that's, what that's really what it's about yeah no, that hundred percent. I mean, you you want to say, you know, you, you get what you pay for. You you at least the, the smarter consumer would know where to invest his money to get the the, the best out of it, right? Right. But then, if you're saying you're gonna dish out this much money, and then there's the variance of chance that it all goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even risk that? And then here's another angle we haven't talked about. Does that raise the price of crystal cups? Because now you know certain players now have to have a draft set that they've got to cover. Or I know Adam mentioned we were talking about yesterday. Do they just hold off on giving? You know, like when you go to a crystal cup, you get the tote bag and the four packs, and you get a lot of you know you get this swag for showing up. Do they just not do that anymore? Now it's like, all right, well, if you make top thirty-two, now you get a draft set. Is that how they're going to do that now, or are they you know, or are they just going to take the hit on all of this product? Which I guess in turn just kind of nullifies getting more people to draft because you know why am I going to you know if they're just going to give me stuff to draft well you know what I mean does that make sense yeah there's so yeah so many little bits and, and pieces of the details and it's funny because you actually probably won't find that on their official website maybe somewhere hidden in the Facebook page or somewhere mm-hmm. yeah my uh, guess I mean and this is my hope too I guess I, I would just, I would hope that they would do this is that they're just going to hold giving the packs at the beginning and then. As soon as top thirty-two cut happens, they're gonna give the packs to the people that did make top thirty-two. You show up for top thirty-two, and, and then they're probably gonna give you six instead of four. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they'll just bite the bullet on the two packs to the thirty-two players. I would hope that, that that's what they would do. But or, but I could also see them doing again, borrowing heavily from Magic. The packs, like ideally, should already be open and marked and just oh, wrapped. Well, yeah, they're. I think you're in a. Yeah, I think they're marking the cards. I guess I think I said that before. I think that that's already confirmed. So. Yeah, like like that's how they should do it. The packs should be open, cards should be marked, and they wrap them back up, and then boom, those are your packs. Like nothing, nothing's changed, nothing's moved. They just literally open it, mark, 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 wrap it back up, boom, mark, 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 wrap it back up. Yeah, and make sure you know like your best friends with whoever's marking them. Correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they could be like, "Oh, you're in this pot, sweet." How did you play Here's an Opus pack. One card? Wink, wink. <laughs> but also, they need to make it a unique stamp that you just can't buy off the street because it can be like, all right, well, I'm gonna mark this extra card, throw it in my pool. Hey, look what I got! Yeah, it needs to be different <laughs> stamps for each Crystal Cup too. Yes, correct. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, another another great point that's just like mm-hmm. not being talked about. Like all these little details here and there, they need to be fleshed out. But of course, right. But yet, it's it, been tested. Like that. That's they're, that's kind they're of, being that's tested with the secret tribunal. About. 
you know, <laughs> competitive players. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and that's and that's and that's again that goes just back to my biggest gripe. There are a lot of details. There's a lot of details to make this successful because if it tanks, no one's going to be happy, and it's just going to keep getting worse. And we we I think we're all in agreement that we all want this game to succeed, no matter how, where what the direction it goes. And I think a lot of the fly-by-night, seat-of-the-pants kind of stuff just needs to stop. And a lot of stuff, we, we need to take our time, flesh things out, nurture the players that we have, get them to bring more players in. And once once we're big and once we're, you know, we're bit, we, we get big together, we'll be in a spot where we can start doing this. And that's, yeah, and that, and that's my take on the whole thing. I'm going to continue to play the game. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to Tampa. I'm going to play – well, I'm not going to be playing in Richmond. I will be doing, you know, the commentary and stuff. Uh, Toronto's on my radar as well. So it, it's not stifling my tra- – it, it, it is, in a, like, I guess, to an extent because it makes me less excited to play. But I'm, I'm going to support the game. Like, that's not going to change. Like this, 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 I love this game. I love this community. It's I've met some really fantastic people. I got to have Andy Cakes for the first time because of this community. Like, And this game is the common denominator and all of that. And in introducing these things is not going to change my mind on, on the game, but it just makes me less excited to go do the thing I love, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'll grow with you any day of the week, man. Oh, thanks, man. That's the best. <laughs> but uh, other than that, does anybody have any parting thoughts, any, uh, any shout-outs they want to do, anything uh... – because well, I've unfortunately got to go to work, and I'm not happy about it. But before we I, go, I, I do it because it's how I make money. It's how I can afford to buy all these wonderful, wonderful cards. <laughs> uh, before we go, you said you you're coming to Tampa. You're, Toronto's on your radar. Uh, mm-hmm. What other ones are you guys planning on attending? Well, Richmond definitely. Um, let's see. So we got so we got Tampa. We've got Toronto. We've got Richmond. Maybe Kansas. Any excuse yeah. to go hang out with Cody is, you know, I, I'm always looking for that. I, I think the two least likely ones you'll see us at are Arizona and Oregon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you guys are four and then Gen Con also, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gen yeah. Con's 100%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Because uh, I, honestly, I might not even be – my, my, one of my boys' weddings is, is that same weekend. So, unfortunately, I'm going to have to make trips other elsewhere this, this season. So Canada's on my radar, uh, definitely Kansas, and you're probably going to see us in Virginia. Nice. I think I'm obligated to go to the Lightning one, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. You have to come, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to – I felt obligated to go to the water one, but those tickets are not <laughs> inviting. Oh, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so I guess that, yeah. that's – spoiler alert, Andy Carmona is going to be on the Lightning box that we get. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sporting my uh, my uh, pancake apron. No, there it is. He's gonna have there a pancake apron and a monocle. That's with, it. with the monocle and then like an Lua the Lua little speech bubble. It just says nothing at all. That's, nothing at all. It just has a stack of pancakes in it. That's all it is. <laughs> Guys, I know we didn't bring this up, but uh, real mm-hmm. quick, I just want to like uh, point out that um, the location of the Crystal Cups, the actual sizing. I don't know how big RV Battlegrounds is. Um, but it, I mean, I think there might be a limited cap or something about how many people can actually join these Crystal Cups. No, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I, I've been to Sunshine Games once, probably, and I know it can comfortably fit maybe half the the participants that went to Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saying comfortably, like maybe they can squeeze in who knows how many next door in the Chinese restaurant that's there. But you know. It, it, it's a matter of attendance and, and a matter of, of, of space for me that concerns me. Yeah, I could tell you that the Richmond store and the Kansas store shouldn't have a problem. Uh, yeah, especially after the renovations that Battlegrounds made. I know they could easily fit 150, 175 tops. Yeah, I don't That's... think we're going to cap out. at. I mean, I think we could get a lot of people, but I don't think we're going to like have a problem with like people's space in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's Kansas, I mean, the it's... Kansas store is also very large, too. It's a pretty, yeah, it's like a pretty like, little asking. trivial thing, but uh, I don't know. It, for me, it was just like, oh, okay, like it, it didn't, it didn't occur to me till I think last night. I'm just like, wait, this isn't gonna be like at some hotel or something like that. Like this is just gonna be at a store, and some stores obviously like different size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, going back from last year, I think we were all complaining about like, hey, you know, we sucks that these crystal cups are always tied to an event, so you have to purchase a ticket for the event to go in, plus hotel and all that stuff. 
Yeah, but I now think... this is kind of like a way of, of kind of like going around this. So I think it's an improvement, but at the same time, I'm skeptical. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I think I would hope that they check the capacity. I think if that's the case, I think this is 100% an improvement. Yeah, like they, they, like I said, and I said it before on the episode with John Schreiner that, you know, we, we're, we're really good at taking two steps forward, but then we take a massive leap backwards. Um, and thankfully, the two steps forward are, are, are really, really, really hardy steps, like Bigfoot steps. So we, we, we're getting we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. But we'll, we'll and this is my PSA before I before I leave. We're only gonna we're only gonna grow if we do it together. So like let's let's do what's best for the community as a whole and try to you know stay unified like we like we have been. And you know if we want to make these changes, if we want if we want to start implementing implementing other formats in the competitive structure, you know let's 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 get people on board by having more events with these. Like 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 if if we got 120 LQs this this year, man, make make half of them draft or make a third of them draft a third of them title whatever you know really really show that these other formats matter and i think that's where it needs to start show that they matter and then you'll get people on board i don't know why i really just want to say like gi joe at the end of that <laughs> <laughs> knowing is half the battle yeah, but, yeah. i, I, I disagree that. with you chris you need to get good <laughs> exactly exactly i need to get good at limited but here's the oh, thing, yeah. like I, I know limited, I know I know what to do, I know how I just don't like it. It's just never been my I like it if I'm drinking beers with my friends. Like a perfect example is I love conspiracy and like battle bond for magic because the stakes are medium. You're just hanging out, you're having fun, you're drinking beer, like like because you can draft wacky stuff and still have fun. Like on a and I, I've never liked limited on a competitive level because it's like, all right, well now I have like I like to think I'm a good deck builder when I have a full like when I have all the tools at my disposal. If you give me a limited card pool, my deck building skills just go right down the toilet. You just you would be a shitty MacGyver. I would be a terrible MacGyver. Yeah. I, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. It's like I got a potato and a shoestring. Well, it was nice <laughs> knowing you. Five seconds, MacGruber. You're gonna do it. <laughs> exactly. I, I would be a shitty MacGyver, but an excellent James Bond. <laughs> That's all I got. But guys, it was a pleasure having you today. I'm glad you got to, you know, uh, weigh in your opinions and, you know, hopefully, you know, everybody listening, you know, feel free to sound off in the comments what your opinion is. Keep it civil, please. You know, we're, we're all friends here. Um, whether you're for it or against it, um, you know, like I said, steps are being made to see, you know, what the end result's actually going to be. But just know that, you know, the game still has my support. I'm not going anywhere. I know we're not going anywhere as, you know, the Returner group. We're going to continue to pump out content. And if limited something that's going to be part of this, we're going to pump out some content about limited too. You know, stick with it. You know, the ship will be righted one way or another, and just you know, just be good to go back to being good to each other. That's really what I, what I'm hoping to get out of this. Any of you guys? You guys got any parting thoughts? I think we're good, man. I think you cool. covered it all. Just remember, Andy Cakes. Hashtag Andy Cakes. Hashtag yeah. Andy Cakes. We're making it happen. Hey everybody, thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners and make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes. Bye.